Welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast, ClearCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates in our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast. Our guest, Kishan Murdali, is graduating college soon and will be joining the ranks of the national security workforce after obtaining a clearance through an internship with a defense contractor. So today we're going to discuss how he put his best networking foot forward as a young Gen Zer in this industry, being a student, navigating the process, and even how recruiters might be able to better attract this next generation in the workforce, and probably a little bit more. But first, Kishan, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, and I love, love, love your story. Just because a ton of recruiters, I get messages on the daily, how do we get this next generation interested in these careers. I know that the amount of people in access with security clearances is a little bit low for the demand and the jobs that we have open. So I'm really excited about this conversation. So first, I'd love to hear what really interested you and motivated you to support this industry. Yeah, absolutely. So at a young age, it's almost a funny story, but really when I was was nine, I can remember it to the day that I started watching a TV show called Criminal Minds. And that's how, you know, I started kind of getting into what the potential could be of getting into the government, getting into all this kind of work. And over time, it had kind of just evolved into all these different shows that I was watching. And it, you know, it sparked that one day I was like, okay, maybe this is something I can do for the future. And so it was shows like Designated Survivor and The West Wing that really brought me into what the government was and what happens and politics and all this sort of stuff. So over time, it kind of evolved into what do I do to get involved in this and, you know, in the real world, where do I start? What do I study in school? All these sorts of things. And over time, it kind of just, you know, I saw what this space could be like and what, what the potential was there, the growth that could be there, just the endless opportunity. And I credit it back to those shows still to this day that somehow I found them one day and here I am now studying international relations. That's wonderful. I know for me, I'm a millennial. And so 9-11 was a big part of my motivations to join this industry and just preserving our national security and making sure everyone's safe. And so I love to hear stories on what motivates people and sort of the media and Hollywood almost, it sounds like was a big motivator for you, or at least sparked that interest, which is really cool to hear. So knowing that and hearing that, what sort of tactics could recruiters use to better engage your generation? I mean, you specifically, I'd love to hear that. But what about your generation as a whole? Would you have any ideas there? Yeah, I think an overall open dialogue. I think there's this kind of there's stigma around recruiters, and it can be very tough to navigate you know, how they work, what they're what they're looking for. And you know, they're trying to fill a position. And if you don't fit what they're looking for, it's just a quick, you know, hey, this isn't what we're looking for. And we're going to move forward. But we might keep your, you know, we might keep your resume around. And I think those conversations need to be longer. And I need to, I think they need to be deeper. In fact, I think there needs to be a willingness to open conversation, asking questions, not just scratching the surface, looking to fill a position and then move on to the next one. I think, and it goes on both sides. You know, I think students and recruiters both need to be asking each other more questions. I think there needs to be a willingness to, to learn about each other and learn what you're looking for and what a company really does. 
if we had a lot more of that, I think recruiters would be, it'd be easier to engage with recruiters and it'd be easier for recruiters to engage with students. I think students are, we're at a young age, we're coming straight out of school where we have limited working experience. So that open dialogue and really, you know, those recruiters are the first ones that we're meeting coming straight out of school. And this is kind of our first impression as to what the job market is like and what these recruiters are like. So I think if there is a little bit more of an open dialogue, asking questions, having conversations, really diving deeper into what companies do and what students are looking for in their jobs. I think it could go a long way. Yeah. And that that makes total sense. And I feel like that's even cross-generational. I know when I was recruiting and I was engaging with a lot of folks transitioning out of the military naturally because they had a security clearance and worked in the fields that I was recruiting for, those that's some of the feedback that I received on some of their more negative experiences with recruiters. It was always just kind of the one and done. And if if they didn't fit a role that a recruiter had open right at that moment, then it was just kind of the relationship is over. And so I, I love hearing that. And I feel like recruiters need to keep on finessing that sort of tactic and it, it would help in their recruiting and ultimately help folks get jobs. I'm curious, have you ever been ghosted by a recruiter? Yes, several times. It's it's happened all the time, actually. If I, you know, if I don't fit the criteria and I'll, I'll apply for a job, you know, just to see sometimes, you know, where I'm at. You know, obviously, I'm still in school right now, but I'll actively look to just take a look at jobs and see what, you know, what's out there and see maybe where I stand right now. And there's plenty of times where I'll try to have a conversation, apply somewhere, kind of just get an idea as to what the market's like. And if I don't fit, you know, what they're looking for, it's a quick, hey, you know, this isn't what we're looking for right now. We'll be in touch. And, you know, the conversation just falls off. It's a very quick process when you don't fit. I think having, you know, more of that, you know, those deeper conversations, establishing a connection more than just looking to fill a position, I think that goes a long way. And it kind of leaves a bad taste in a candidate's mouth when really, in reality, you could probably fit one of their roles in the future and they just kind of burned that bridge there. But you have supported a pretty incredible agency at a young age. I mean, my career progression compared to yours is, is does not hold a candle. So would you have any tips for those who might be interested in applying to the Department of Defense or Intelligence community and are just sort of getting the process started? Yeah, you know, I think it all revolves around networking, really. Networking tons, looking to working for the different paths in order to get to, you know, to where your goal is. Um, I think those are really, really important. I think they're overlooked, really. You know, I've always made it a point to go outside of my comfort zone and connect with the people that I, you know, at this age, I might not have any business connecting with or having that, you know, that relationship with right now. I would say being a student is probably one of the best tools in order to gain knowledge from these, you know, from these individuals. You know, these people have done all, you know, they've done exactly what you're looking for already. So being able to go connect with them, hear their stories, hear their life, you know, their life lessons. I think those are really, really important ideals to hold. And I think, again, just, just getting out there and get out of your comfort zone. I think that's the big emphasis point, really getting out there, connecting with people you don't know, people that work at various job sites, agencies, contractors, and just have the conversation. See if, you know, see if they're willing to have a conversation. And most times they are. Yeah, absolutely. I, and you, you don't know until you try. And I think the worst that can happen is someone can tell you to piss off or just ignore you altogether. 
But when you sort of started this whole networking process as a student, how did you start the conversation with recruiters, especially when you might not have as much work experience and you might not be available for a job very soon? I mean, you're graduating soon, but even over the last few years, how did you sort of start that conversation? Would you have any sort of examples of maybe messages you sent or how you presented yourself? You know, I've told my, I started this and I told my parents about this actually about a year or two ago. You know, right now I'm at Michigan State University and obviously, you know, being up in East Lansing, Michigan, it's a massive, massive school. There's a a huge alumni network and there's people that work everywhere in every industry, you know, all over the globe. So that was one of my focal points was, let me see if I can take advantage of this alumni network and see where I can get with it. Let's just try it. So what I would do was at least I'd send at least 10 messages a day to various alumni that went to Michigan State University that were working at various companies, various agencies, very, you know, everywhere that I might have been interested in. And it was a very, you know, it was a brief message. I'd look to see, okay, there's, let's say there's 15 alumni that went to Michigan State that work for this contractor. Well, I'll send them all a message, a very, you know, blanket message that says, you know, I'll introduce myself, my goals. I went, you know, I currently go to Michigan State University in an effort to relate to them and, and connect with them on that level. And most of the time, the, the response was amazing. I might not be able to help you right here, but here's, you know, let me put you in touch with this person who might be able to help out and get you, you know, get the ball rolling for you. So that was one of my biggest pushes that I did all throughout college, at least, you know, five to 10 messages a day, send those out. And plenty of times I didn't hear back. Tons and tons of times I didn't hear back. But all the times that I did hear back, I ended up creating, you know, connections, networking with them continuously over the months that I've been in school, um, and just staying in touch. And with those connections brought, you know, those connections brought new connections as well. And, you know, I found myself having introductions to various people at organizations and companies that I wouldn't have if I hadn't just reached out and asked, you know, asking is the biggest thing is, you know, it's the biggest focal point for me. That That's a great point for, well, anyone utilizing your own networks, but using the alumni listserv, that is a great tactic as a student. And so even after obtaining a security clearance and going through sort of the networking process with recruiters in school, was there anything intimidating or any lessons learned for the folks who might be a little afraid to send that email or message and just kind of need that push? Yeah. I, you know, I think there's always a sense of intimidation when you're doing something new. And yeah, I think that comes with everything. But I think once you, you know, once you start going down the path, once you start sending those emails and sending those messages and having those conversations with folks, they get excited just as much as you're getting excited too. Because, you know, they're seeing an individual that has that motivation. They're seeing somebody who's interested and who's going out of their way to try and figure out what's next for themselves. And that's something I've tried to focus on too. It is intimidating at first, absolutely. But once you start doing it and you start seeing the results of what you're doing, then you start to really see, okay, this is, you know, this is the best way I can do right now. And as a student, you know, there's not much else you can really do besides networking right now. You know, you're not going to be accepting a job anytime soon, really, while you're in school. So start creating these connections and establish, you know, who you are out there to people. You know, I've constantly, a focal point for me is constantly looking for points of knowledge from people. And 
whether it's a recruiter, whether it's an analyst somewhere, you know, wherever, whatever position they're, you know, they hold at their company, it's constantly looking for knowledge, constantly looking for a lesson, um, and constantly looking for diverse thoughts, diverse backgrounds, just looking to learn from people is the biggest point. And I think once you get over that initial wave of that intimidation, you'll find that you learn a lot very quickly. And it's really awesome to actually see your growth of your network, of your connections, and all the introductions you get. It's, it's amazing. And you continuously learn. And it's all about learning. That's, you know, it's the biggest emphasis point, I could say. It's all about gaining that knowledge, gaining, hearing about life experience, hearing about people's stories and what they have done or what they're continuing to do or, or maybe what their goals are. All of that stuff, it gives yourself ideas, inspiration, thoughts. So, you know, there is a little bit of intimidation at first, but you get over it really quickly once you start hearing back and having those conversations. And next thing you know, you're a pro. Sure. <laughs> well, and even though it's intimidating, you got to risk it for the biscuit. And I, I think with noting that having diverse thoughts and experiences sort of in your ear, that kind of goes along with having a mentor or two or three. And that would be my biggest recommendation for any young growing professional is get a mentor. So do you have any mentors, whether informal or formal? I know that I've always had sort of informal mentors that I would ping, but do you have any mentors? Yes. I mean, you know, I want to say almost everyone that I that that I talk to that I connect with is a mentor really to me, both informal and formal, you know, on an informal and formal level, you know, my biggest mentor is probably my dad. You know, I, I talk to him about everything and we kind of go back and forth and we just talk about goals and thoughts and uh, experiences. But, you know, everyone that I connect with is a mentor to me right now. You know, being a student, still in my undergrad for the next few more days, but it is, every, everyone's a mentor to me. Um, I can learn something from everybody, from what they've done, from their experiences, from their backgrounds. So I look at everyone that I connect with, every recruiter, every employee at a company, at an agency, as somebody that is a mentor to me that I can learn from and take something away from at the end of the day. So you are graduating very soon. I'd love to hear how that feels. But also what's what's next for Kashan and how about your hopes for, you know, your next career in national security after the amazing work that you've done so far through internships? Um yes, it's a it's a very exciting feeling coming up uh for me graduating from Michigan State University here in the next couple of days and very very excited to have my my degree in international relations. But what's next is, you know, I'm going to take a couple of weeks of a break here uh, for the holidays and head right back to school. I'm going right back to, to get my master's degree from American University back in DC. And I'll be studying counterterrorism and homeland security. And, you know, I don't know if I necessarily have that exact goal of, you know, what I want to do exactly yet. But, you know, I've got another two years to, to really study and continue learning and see where it takes me. We'll study, study for the next two years, continue to get some new experiences, learn from professors and learn from individuals as I continue to network and you know we'll see what happens in the next two years. Excellent. Well I, I'm excited to continue watching your story and hearing from you on how things are going. The power of networking is so real people and you can also check out our new site for the do's and don'ts of networking with recruiters, which is 
also really important as a young and growing professional. So whether you're currently cleared or you're looking to obtain a security clearance or you're seeking those secret squirrels for your cleared programs, you can check out our resource library and for more information, you can visit news.clearedjobs.com.